Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold uh, FM. Uh, my name is uh, Will, high-ranking, aka the Feathery King. Today is my birthday. I'm 48 years old, uh, but I still know how to fuck good. Okay, and I think that's what counts. You know, a lot of people out there they don't fuck good. You know, they're pff, no techers, slapdash with their technique. You know, really not giving it. Not, not putting a lot of heart into it, not putting a lot of soul in it. Maybe they're out of shape. Maybe they've poor diet, sedentary lifestyle, lack of CBD, all that sort of thing. You know, but even at the ripe old age of 48 years old, you know, I can still plow a, plow a field. You know what I mean? Like a, like a powerful ox. I can still, you know, work a, you know, work a carpet, cut up a rug. Is that right? I can still... Spear the bearded clam of life. You know, I can still, you know, hairy-handedly bear down over a young, younger woman. Um, you know, uh, as Cy Twitty does, and is, is happy to let you know, uh, take the weight on the elbows, you know, when on top. Like, uh, that's, what, as that's uh, what, as he says, a gentleman does. And, you know, I can get it done. You know, quick as well, fast, in and out, bosh, jobs are good and at least some, at least one of the two parties is satisfied. It's fine, even at the ripe old age of 48 years old, uh, I think. Yeah, that's fine, I don't know when I will retire uh, from shagging. I guess maybe in my, what's the retirement age these days, 65, but that's... You know, that's bollocks, isn't it? I mean, what, you, state pension? Nah. State pension, you're working until you literally drop dead on the floor of the Amazon Fulfillment Center that you're, that is your current only option. After the third and fourth wave of corona that gradually just batters in society like a beach hut in a storm, in a tsunami, eventually... You know, the only place to work is an Amazon fulfillment center. Everyone works there. Literate, like, there's no one that doesn't work and also buy all of their stuff. I mean, basically, Amazon rule the world. I think Bezos has Bezos has taken over the you know all the the majority of governments in the world in a sort of hostile sort of coup, um, which is very good. He managed to turn it around in just one day. You know, he pressed a button and a day later, you know, conquered America. Boom, press it again. You know, one-click coup. Is the, that's the new invention of Jeff Bezos. He's been working on it for some time. Him, Big Elion, you know, Larry Page, um, Billy G, you know, Vaxi Boy, Billy G. They've been working on this new one-click coup uh, feature of of Amazon. Yeah, you just pick a country. Uh, let's start it. We'll start it off somewhere, you know, that people aren't so concerned. Let's start it off Democratic Republic of the Congo. Bing. One, 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 one click coup. Done. A day later, you know, you've sent your mercenaries in. I mean, you sent that lad, uh, can't remember his name now, he was on Mad Lads, uh, who was sort of ran a heavily armed private militia. Yeah, anyway, you send in your Amazon militia, they all arrive in vans, you know, and they've all got, you know, they've got the, they've got the outfits, they've got sort of Amazon Prime outfits, Amazon Prime AK-47s, and they'll just take over any any government, any regime that you want, one click, 
one day. Jobs are good in. And anyway, where was, where was I going with this? Yeah, I still know how to fuck good, even at 48. I think uh, that's, that's the real secret to, uh, to a happy life, you know, happy wife, happy life. You know, and if you're not, this is not an advert for Blue Chew uh, or erectile dysfunction um, pills because they wouldn't sponsor the show. Um, I don't know, maybe they thought that, you know, it, even even boner pills wouldn't be enough to get my audience hard. I don't know, it's, uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe, is there a foghorn baseline strong enough to get the listeners of Coffee and Memes properly hard these days in the times of Corona? In the time of Donald Trump, what will it take to get the fans of Coffee and Memes hard in their trousers? Nobody knows. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, another journey around the sun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh. I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee Memes on Threshold. Uh, thank you, Jimmy Bud, uh, for the last hour. Uh, confirmed good boy. One of life's good boys. Um, he's trained hard for it. And he's performing... Uh, at the very top of his game, to the very best of his ability. Um, many say performance-enhancing drugs are involved, but uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Bud does not strike me as the type to play it fast and loose uh, with British common law. A stickler for the rules. You know, a stickler for just do just towing the party line, doing what the Tory government tell us, and just keeping it in our pants, so to speak. There is... A, a, a bit of... I'm going to be honest with you. Going to be honest with you. Uh, not a lot of... Um, not a lot of banter in the news. Just a, a bit of a sort of... I mean, I will... The, ma the majority, the, the large, the vast majority of the news is some very entitled, um, white, uh, irritating, uh, coloured-haired... Um, children in the street with signs uh, carrying on like it is the end of the world because there's been some sort of cock up with A-level results. Um, so I, I don't know whether or not I have this right, but it seems like they, what, due to the Rona, people weren't able to do their exams, so they just had an algorithm come up with what they thought the results should be for each people. Which I think, look, let's be honest, the way that this the world is going, everything's going to be decided on an algorithm soon enough. I mean, there are probably much more important things in the world being decided by an, by an algorithm than people's fucking GCSE results. But for some reason, and I mean, it was certainly like this when I was at school, but I think it's only got worse now, that teachers seem to be instilling the idea in kids that, like, your GCSE results are in some way the fucking 
most be all and end all thing in the world and that if you don't get good GCSE results you're basically just headed straight for the gulag that you're just gonna that you're just gonna sort of melt into a puddle of tar and just be shoveled onto the slag heap just like I mean whereas the reality is particularly now particularly with the bloody Rona like you know I don't think it's going to be the GCSE results that are getting people in the way of, you know, holding sort of traditionally sought-after positions. Fuck it anyway. Everyone just wants to be a bloody YouTuber nowadays. You certainly certainly don't need any qualifications to be a YouTuber. Christ. Daddy, I want to grow up to be a flat earther. Well, if you try hard enough and you watch the right YouTube videos, maybe you can achieve that dream. Nevertheless, these kids are out in the street, you know, the middle-class kids. They're out, they've got fucking green hair they've got you know all the gear they got a load of i mean admittedly quite badly made signs well badly spelt signs so perhaps you know education is not their strong point maybe an algorithm deciding for them might be might be better but they're out there just literally like what's the dude's name gavin williamson there's like Gavin Williamson has ruined my life. He's stolen my future. They're really giving it the Greta Thunberg fucking treatment. Oh, you have cursed my whole life. It's like li- listen, <laughs> yeah. The GCSE GCSE results really, even your A level results, like unless you would like done amazing work all the way through. And then some an algorithms told you, hey, listen, we've decided just to give you a wall-to-wall Fs. Sorry, you can't go to university and do and and, and you know and, and do a meaningful course. I appreciate that'd be very annoying. I would imagine that's probably reasonably unlikely in what happens. It's more a load of fucking loonies who are now upset that they maybe they can't get into university to go and do a gender studies degree. Like, well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe the algorithm is actually starting to make some bloody sense. Maybe decided that really you actually should go and work in the Tesco's. You know, maybe that is a more meaningful existence than going and, I don't know, doing critical gender theory or whatever. I don't know, mate. Look, as you all know, I've got a double C in science at GCSE level and not much else. And I then went on to, A, make what is largely regarded as the best piece of electronic music ever created... Um, other pe- really the only disagreement is whether or not it is in fact just the best piece of music in general uh, which is of course Meow Meow um, I now host a morning radio show which has over seven listeners um, and you know only only three C's at GCSE two in si- double science and art and I fuck good you know at 48 so you know pretty successful you know pretty successful way it's worked out you know for, for only three GCSEs. so don't let these you know don't let the teachers don't let the internet don't let god don't let jesus don't let you know the tory government tell you that just because you've only managed to pick up you know a d in i don't know sociology and uh, an f minus in physical education um don't think that that will is going to get in the way of you fulfilling your dreams of being a piss pig to the stars because as long as there are celebrities which i believe there always will be because people uh, with nothing better to do are happy to watch them on the television as long as there are celebrities you will there will always be a need for piss pigs you know if you want to go out there and have Eamon Ho- you know have Eamon Holmes 
pay you money uh, to take you to a travel lodge or another chain hotel uh, and piss in your face, you know, he will probably part with a substantial amount of money. You, maybe you've got to sign a non-disclosure. Maybe he wants you to lie underneath a glass coffee table. You know, it, listen, there will always be work for willing piss pigs. So don't think that your GCSE results are the be-all and all. Only fans, guys. Only fans. Yeah, this is more... Look, I will say that this is more certainly aimed at 18 and above. Yeah, guys, let's just be very clear about that. 18 and above, yeah, both for both of these things, you know. Really want to make that clear. Really, really, really want to make that clear. That, you know, you why fanny about with, you know, don't... Listen, don't be Jimmy Bard and go and spend years and lots of money getting a degree in journalism when you can just start an OnlyFans account as a piss pig to the stars. You know, it's not difficult, is it? Not difficult. Um, as Squiff is saying in the chat, I got all my GCSEs and a B-Tech in media and didn't need that to become a painter. Um, no, did, did you... But presumably not in debt, which is at least a good start um, from, you know, doing it. Oh, I've just... Well, I did three years at university in theology, uh, which at points was interesting. Um, I now have 60 grand's worth of debt uh, and I'm not quite sure about getting a job. I've got a degree in English. Okay, good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Anyway, back on the back on the piss pig pile. Go on, on you go, on you hop. Right, look, let's have a look at look at this. Um, uh, what they call shoe throws. Where are we? Um, I would like to hear the message VIP. Which ones did we have before? Okay, so we got the message VIP and beatdown VIP by Prolix and DC Breaks and or Black Sun Empire. I can't remember which one we listened to last week. I imagine it's much of a muchness, but we'll have a listen anyway. Let's go for uh, the message VIP. Yeah. <laughs> 
this is Prolex, DC Brakes, uh, Black Sun Empire, Red Pill, Pythias, Gydra. Have I missed anyone? <laughs> Tantrum Desire. Drum Sound and Bassline Smith. Just all of them. Neuro Circle Jerk. First one that comes, go. I think that's how it worked. I don't know. I'm. Um, now, I, I take back what I said about there not being any um, uh, good, interesting, fun, and amusing news, as uh, I've forgotten to check Lad Bible. <clears throat> um, we have such gems as man launches fundraiser to pay for drinks at Wayne Lineker's Ibiza bar. I, I've only recently discovered the existence of Wayne Lineker, the, the, the dark and dirty secret of uh, crisp nonce Gary Lineker. Uh, that he has a brother who is an absolute fiend <laughs> in Ibiza. is <laughs> an absolute dope fiend uh, out out in the um, the Balearic shores. Um, uh, uh, an Ibiza lover has launched a fundraiser to pay for drinks while on the party island, uh, having already forked out six hundred and fifty quid for a sunbed uh, for a sunbed at Wayne Lineker's Ocean Beach Bar. Uh, Dave Nightingale, 50, was asking the public to not be shy by sharing a few cents for his trip next month, despite the fact the sunbed package he purchased already includes plenty of booze. Well, you know, you, got, you want to go hard, don't you? Though he's posted a few pictures of his missus in a bikini. I guess that's just to sort of sweeten the deal for everyone. Fair enough. Very nice. I mean, he's posted it. He only has a target of 25 quid. So that's not bad, is it? I mean, you'd hope he'd get up to that, wouldn't he? You'd hope. You'd hope. You'd hope. Uh, bathroom fitter Dave boasted that he'd already spent three grand on his and his 45-year-old wife's, wife Lisa Nightingale's five-day getaway with two friends. She had plans to take uh, £1,500 in spending money. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think spending money uh, was a thing beyond the age of about, I don't know, 12. You know, once you've got a job, uh, or certainly once you've left home, like I don't reasonably think you could have money considered that you're spending money like spending money is what your parents give you when you're on holidays and it look here you, go, you get five five pounds spending money a day you do what you want with it but don't just go and burn it on the machines in the first five minutes and then come oh you've, you've burnt okay put it all in the machines um okay well look you're just gonna have to like try and be more fiscally responsible you're 11 okay yeah no fair enough fair enough okay just fuck off how about that uh, but he's now launched a cheeky crowdfunding campaign via GoFundMe uh, to get others to donate to his cunning cause. Even sharing the page in a group for Ibiza fans group last. In page it now, group for Ibiza fans group last week. Okay, uh, not that anyone had pledged anything at the time of writing. Dave's GoFundMe page says, "Hi guys, off to Ibiza." It doesn't strike me as my mouth. Uh, it's probably uh, this is probably. Ha! We late. What got round beaten in September and Lee Bar fucking drinking the ocean bar instead of sitting there in the hand and me burn out the other lake. Last time we went out of all the ice and wait for it to melt and drink as fucking wild security for drinking the pool water. 
I was warned by security for drinking the pool water. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Come on, Molly, come and have food, drink tonight. Tell Morty I've got his chicken or not. Okay, don't be shy. Much appreciated. Of course, uh, he since admitted uh, the bit about ordering ice uh, was just a joke in case that went past you. It's very funny. <laughs> very funny. Well, let's see what he's up to. Uh, no, still nothing. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. Uh, if I was very... No, no, even if I was very rich, I... No. Just maybe donate 30p or something. What's the lowest amount you can donate? Um, no. It has to be a pound, does it? You can't even... Not even a pound. It has to be above a pound. Two pounds? Five pounds. At five pounds? Four pounds. That's a minimum of a fiver on GoFundMe. I think we're fucking made of money. The global pandemic. Zero pounds of, of 25 raised. Uh, you would think that he would donate like a fiver or something to it himself just to get the ball rolling. You know, if you like, guys, if you're, my advice, if you've ever got a crowdfunder, maybe, I don't know, you, you know, your kid's got, I don't know, your kid you got a really ugly kid. Let's say, let's, let's say, you know, you found yourself in the unfortunate situation of having a desperately ugly child and you want to raise a bit of cash to get it um, some plastic surgery or something. You know, really sort of straighten it out a little bit because there is no... What's the opposite of, of privilege? The anti-privilege. There, okay, anti let's go with anti-privilege. There is no greater anti-privilege than being intensely ugly particularly an intensely ugly man a short squat intensely ugly man uh is is probably the roughest uh card to be dealt in my humble opinion i don't know much about these things and frankly i talk out of my ass anyway so make it that what you will you you've, you have the unfortunate situation of a child that is in that is desperately ugly like it really has got a face like a bag of smashed twats yeah, it's fallen out of the ugly tree and frankly got bulldozed in the face by a battering ram full of crabs all the way down. I don't, what, I don't know what any of this means. Nevertheless, you want to, you think, right, bad enough of this. this. This kid's too ugly. I can't. It's too horrifying to have it in the house. Can't take, don't want to take it out. You know, dressing it up like the elephant man with a sort of shawl over its face. Like, you know, you've got the elephant kid, basically. You need to get it some plastic surgery to have all the stuff on its face sorted out, you know, re arranged properly in an orderly fashion on the face. You know, you've got like every element of the face is in business for itself. They're just like, they're all trying to, they're all over there. All, it's like the facial features are just trying to run away from each other. You know, like they're engaged in some sort of bizarre game of facial kiss chase. Anyway, so you want to raise a few quid to get this fucking thing sorted out, yeah? Christ, you just can't bear to look at it anymore. And so you want to... I don't know how much plastic surgery is for ugly children, but it's going to be a few quid, isn't it? But you don't want to put it up. Hey, guys, I'm raising money for... Well, you can, you can see why, you know, 
you've I've felt, finally I felt the elbow in the ribs. Everyone's been give, telling me I should do this for a while. You don't want to put it up there all with nothing on the clock. You know, it's like oh, we've raised zero of you know five grand or whatever it costs to get a sort of Nicolas Cage style face transplant. I don't know. You need to stick a tenner in yourself, man. If you can't, if you if you're not even prepared to put a ten quid towards your own cause, you know why should anyone else? Be, I mean, maybe you could say like you could have sort of stretch goals. Look, if we if we only if we get to five hundred quid, then we'll pay to have someone with a bat come round and just have a have a go at it. You never know, whatever you never know. Hit and hope. You know, if we get to a grand, you know, we can we can have a group of you know, cockneys come and work on him with a sack full of doorknobs. You know, but we get to two and a half grand, then maybe we can start thinking about, I don't know, sort of chemical peels and other sort of dermatological, you know, solutions, um, possibly uh, a witch doctor. And if you get it to five, then, you know, legitimate plastic surgery, you, you go, I don't know, fly to Turkey, get one of those things like the girls who get all the stuff pumped into their face. I don't know, it's baby's foreskins or whatever it is. It's just get it all whizzed in there, hope for the best. Anyway, what I'm saying is, guys, you just stick a five quid on your own fundraiser or you ain't getting penny one from me. Okay, right, good. Now, should we have another few bits of our boy, uh, Sully? Um, new kid on the block. Um, Jimmy is, is claiming that he actually birthed him now, which, you know, is problematic for a number of reasons. Um, but Jimmy is saying that he actually managed to get pregnant by an immaculate conception and bore uh, Sully out of the uh, tip uh, of his pain, uh, which, you know, has to be seen to be believed. Uh, I'll let you pick. Um, if you want, you can have either Verity, Sound Boy, do not push your luck. Um, you can have Blue uh, or Bullseye. There are your picks. Uh, you know, up to you. Uh, you got five more seconds, or then I will pick. Four, three, two, blue. Thank you, Big Shawnee Simpson. That should get me, I guess, uh, two ice cubes at uh, Gary Lineker's Brothers Bar.
Sully. Blue. Uh, lovely bit of gear, that. I mean, what's not to like? Um, it had the... Eh, 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 ooh, 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 ah, ah. Had all of that business in there. You know, had the, the ch choppy with the whatnots and the boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. And you know that he came out of Jimmy's pain. So, all to play for, really. Uh, anti Talking to crowdfunders, anti-5G group crowdfunds underground to hire superstar lawyer to fight rollout. Wow, a lot of fun uh, going on here. Uh, I'm interested in all elements of this. Uh, renowned barrister Michael Mansfield. Um, QC is to take on the British government. <laughs> Michael Mansfield QC is to take on the British government out over its rollout of 5G technology. One man stands alone, paid a huge sum of money by a load of mentalists. Michael Mansfield is 5G QC. Um, action group against Action Group Action Against 5G uh, has so far crowdfunded an astonishing £105,000 to play the legal brain, the legal brain, uh, to represent them. This is for uh, Pinky and the brain. That's Dominic Cummings is the brain. Uh, they say UK scientists have failed to take enough notice of the potential uh, health risks and public concerns related uh, to the fifth generation technology uh, standard for phone networks. Um, as you all know, my um, stance on it is, I don't know, maybe, could be. Um, perhaps I won't move next to the mast. That's uh, <laughs> that's my stance on it. Did it cause the rona? Don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Don't know. Do you know? I've done any. I've done no research on it. I, I, I don't know. Probably not. I guess. I don't know. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. I didn't start five G. I didn't start the Rona. I think five G is fake. That's my. That's my hot take on this. My hot take: five G fake. Doesn't exist. It's a cover up for. It's a cover up. Probably by the same people who will have you believe that birds are real. Yeah? That birds are not surveillance drones. 5G fake. Coronavirus real, 5G fake. Okay? Good. Mr. Mansfield, head of Nexus Chambers, yikes, uh, has now sent a letter uh, before action to the government, and the next step is to apply to the High Court to have the case heard in full. Uh, the group hopes the action will force a judicial review. My, I would be concerned if they were just like denied at all levels. Like presumably, like no matter how ridiculous the the thing is, if you get enough money, there should be like, well, if you can get enough stuff organised, surely the people should be able to at least have some sort of yes, a judicial review of 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 stuff over. Over anything, if you've got enough people behind it, if it's clearly what, you know, that should be how a legal system, you know, and government should work. Like, if I, you know, if I was a, you know, a billionaire philanthropist, which I one day hope to be, um, I will start the sex trafficking before the, the philanthropy. No, I'll start the philanthropy first, and then off the back of that, I'll start the sex trafficking um, cult, I think, the satanic... 
uh, paedophile sex cult, I think I would probably start off after the philanthropy. You got to do you do the philanthropy first, right, to try and get everyone on side, you know, and then I think you can start playing it a bit fast and loose. Um, and then, I mean, all right, I would say that paedophile sex cult is probably a few steps above fast and loose. I think that's a, that's a bit of an escalation beyond what could reasonably be described as playing it fast and loose. Playing it fast and loose might be, I don't know, perhaps claiming more of your home internet bill uh, on your tax return than perhaps is reasonably. He's like, well, I claimed for 30% of my internet bill on my tax return, but thinking about it, I probably, I probably only use about, if you think about Netflix, if we're doing it on bandwidth, I probably do only use about 25. That would be playing it fast and loose, yeah? I don't really know how you would describe sort of offhandedly, um, you know, in the same terms, billionaire, paedophile, satanic sex cult. I, I don't know. But it would certainly be a term beyond the term fast and loose. Now, as I say, uh, if, you've got, if I was a billionaire philanthropist, you know, I, you, and I really had it in my head that birds weren't real, you know, and I really wanted, you know, I really wanted the government to look into this. Well, or to explain themselves. Or I don't, I'm not quite sure how this how this would work. I, listen, I don't know. But if you've got enough money, right, you should be able to do most things. Yeah. And if you want to try and sue the government on the grounds that b- birds are government surveillance drones, surveillance drones, why not? Yeah. Why not? Having Mansfield take on the case is a coup. Uh, for the group, as he has been involved in a number of high-profile cases, including the fire at Grenfell Tower, Hillsborough football disaster, the murder of Stephen Lawrence, and the Lockerbie bombing. Jesus Christ, that really is a who's who of, like, historical British legal cases. Fucking hell. Like, are we? Mi- is he missing anything? Like, I mean... If Savile was busted when he was alive, would he have had something to do with that? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Action Against 5G says its uh, crowd justice site says on its crowd justice site that the government has failed to take into account evidence that radio frequency radiation from masks and wireless devices does in fact impact health. That is about the most reasonable statement as I've heard come out of the 5G uh, anti 5G community. I will say. They've really watered that down. Uh, So, you know, uh, it wants a full and independent examination of the risks and believes the public should have a say in the rollout. Again, they're being worryingly reasonable. When does the madness start? It says that instead, the government continues to adopt guidelines uh, which the independent scientific research shows is unsafe for humans, animals and the environment. The group believes that the consequence of inaction could be serious and irreversible damage. It went on to say that the shape-shifting lizards from outer space that run the government need to be held together. We are individuals supported by many from all walks of life, including doctors, scientists, and engineers. We've joined forces with a strong team of lawyers headed by Michael Mansfield QC. Imagine if Mansfield just comes out as, like, full corona truther. Like, he's like, look, we will get to the fact that the virus is fake later. We are tackling 5G first. The next case was, like... (laughs) Michael Mansfield was taking on such pro- high-profile cases as Stephen Lawrence, Lockerbie Bola- Bomber, and coronavirus being fake. Uh, Michael Mansfield has represented the families of Grenfell, Lockerbie, Hillsborough, uh, Balby, the Balmurray 
Bally Murray, Bally Murphy. Christ, why can't I read? Bally Murphy Massacre. Uh, Stephen Lawrence cases. Uh, before 5G can be imposed on us all with potentially devastating effects on our health and the environment, we need proper independent reviews of all research into the health risks and reviews of the science concerning the potential environment, environmental impact. What I would like to know... Um, yes, I did say Nigel Mansell. He represented Nigel Mansell after Nigel Mansell was accused of being on Epstein's Island by me. I was the one doing the accusing after Jimmy wound me up uh, about his position uh, in a meme. Nigel Mansfield, Michael Mansfield, Nigel Mansell. Same guy, okay? Same guy. Where was I going with this? Yeah, right. Would they ever accept, though, scientific evidence that proved that it was safe? Would, would there be a piece of evidence a piece of a study or anything that they would not say had been, you know, compromised or was fake or, you know, the people doing the research. Like, you, you've always got to think, you know, what would you need to be shown in order to change your mind on a particular topic? You know, I have my feelings about certain things, but I could have my mind changed by seeing... You know, I, I, I could imagine evidence to the contrary that would convince me otherwise. Um, for example, I could imagine um, a study that proved that, although I believe it's quite unlikely, I could imagine uh, how a study could convince me that red meat was bad for you. Um, but currently, I, I, you know, I don't know much about anything. But, you know, I do think there are a lot of people that I've spoken to, particularly like when it comes to things like nutrition or all sorts of stuff like that, who there is no convincing them that even that they could possibly not be right just that there would be an off chance maybe that they might i feel i could be wrong about everything and i probably am but like there are some people that like you know you show them a study that is you know contrary to what their beliefs are well then this must be you know it, it, it just must be funded by you know someone that's you know falsifying data in order to you know a political agenda because that's what i say about studies that disagree with what i think you know, I look, I know you can't kid a kidder. Come on. Anyway, it added, people have the right to be informed about the risks of what they will be exposed to. Uh, there should be a choice to opt out, particularly for children and other vulnerable groups. How do you opt out of a, a, a nationwide rollout of 5G? Nothing other than a legal challenge will force the government to take notice. There is This is the only way to ensure the government engages with the issue. 5G delivers blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. 5G has been shown to give teens rock hard boners. Whoa. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Right, should we have another um I said that verity bit again by Sully, because it's pretty much all I'm listening to these days, so why should it be any exception on the show?
thank you to whoever sent a tip through the app uh, saying dirty shitter fook off very kind of you So it turns out um, from, well, he, you know, he, he might it might just be part of his cover story because we all know that he's undercover old Bill, but Bill Day's saying that he, uh, he he grew up, his dad had Italian restaurants while uh, growing up and uh, he, he thus grew up in them. And his real name is Gianni Labildo. Wow. His real name is Kidino Fidliano. Plays for AC Milan. Defender. Plays for Atletico Lil St. James. Uh, yeah. So, Atletico Lil St. James, I believe it's Kidino Fidliano, uh, Chaldo Rapino. Um, and Sexano Traficano. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Doubledrop.coffee! The finest coffee you are probably not drinking because you're scum. No, that's... Uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, if you are drinking it, well done. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club of bad motherfuckers that enjoy a fine, fine cup of... Oh! Beautiful bean juice. If you don't know what double drop dot coffee is, maybe you've been living under a rock. Maybe you've been imprisoned in a gulag. Maybe you've been sat under a fat pair of double thick thighs for the last few months, just enjoying the view. Mm-mm. Sweet baby Jesus. Maybe. If you don't know, double drop dot coffee is only the finest rave inspired coffee brand on the market. Started and controlled by yours truly. Featuring some of the finest single origins out there. Oh, 
The new batch has just dropped. Mitzi Turbos, an Ethiopian. Uh, Banco Gotiti, single origin bean, absolutely beautiful on the filter. Nice and fruity, nice and floral, nice and... Oh, there's an apricot tasting note in there. Oh, it's a good one. Get it on the V60. Get it in the aero press. Get it in the French press. Oh, I have it as a colonic. Uh, there's the speckled doves, which is a Guatemalan. Uh, Finca Los Dos Socios. Beautiful all-rounder, medium. There's also the Love Hearts, which is Colombian. Uh, Acevedo. And that's a fine little espresso number. Chocolatey, cherry. Oh, so delicious. Uh, this is a fine way to both support Threshold and also to take a journey down the, down the road of speciality coffees. If you've never drunk speciality coffees before... This is the top end of the coffee market. The stuff you get from the supermarket, it's bullshit commodity market coffee. It's um, it's Robusta, which is a kind of shithouse coffee bean. Um, they're just generally bad. The beans you get from the supermarket are about a year old, usually. Uh, they've been in bags roasted years ago. Our stuff is roasted maximum two weeks ago, uh, which is, you know, grand. But... This is a very good way to yep to get into speciality coffees to try stuff that you would not otherwise try and realize, oh, that's what good coffee's supposed to taste like. Fuck. You come for the name, you stay for the beans. Uh, and you can get 10% off with the promo code Lobsters. All in capital letters. Get 10% off. It's free shipping on everything in stores. You can get 300 gram bags. You can get kilo bags if you find one you love and you want a shit ton of it and save money. Uh, ship worldwide, although the shipping to shipping costs like outside of Europe are insane. Nothing I can do about it. Is what it is. I'm like, and on some of them, I'm losing money on the shipping just because we want to get it out there. But it's absolutely absurd. Like, I had to stop an order come through the other day because they had ordered like three kilos uh, to America, and it was forty pounds shipping. Absolutely wild. So if you are going to order stuff to like America, Australia, Japan, or whatever, like. My advice is keep it under a kilo. It's just... It's because of the Rona. Fuck off. Fuck off, Parcel Force. You know what, mate? Just fucking do one. Yeah. Just do one. Anyway. Doubledrop.coffee. Get yourself a pack of Mitzi Turbos, pack of Speckled Doves, pack of Love Hearts. There's still some hardcore will never die. Uh, And there's also the Double Drop Espresso Blend called the Original Dub Plate, which is an absolute fucking fire blend. If you like espresso, it'll work well in stovetop as well. Like a mock, mocha, mocha pot. Work on everything, to be honest. It's an absolute fucking pokey little beast. Anyway, use promo code lobsters, get out 10%. Oh, it's nearly the end of the show. Um, this is good. Last one to finish with. Cat falls from sky, knocks out pensioner, gets in fight with dog. Uh, yeah, there's a gif of it as well on the Metro site. Pretty wild. Old geezer, uh, he's guess he's in China. And he's just walking along. He's got his hands behind his back, as uh, as pensioners so often do. He's wearing typical pensioner garb, grey slacks, uh, grey sports jacket, um, bald patch. And literally, Cat just drops out of the sky. Drops out of the sky. Uh, knocks him unconscious. Uh, you don't then get to see the tear up with the dog, which is um, sad. It's a uh, looks like a sort of golden retriever, perhaps. No, a long-haired... I don't know, some sort of soppy old uh, thing. Um, 
wild times, you know. 2020 is just the gift that keeps on giving. Remarkable footage shows an elderly gentleman in northern China fall to the ground after being struck in the head by the animal. Before his dog stops sniffing a nearby tree, he notices what has happened and corners the cat. The pensioner's pet uh, itself seems quite frail, was walking ahead of the man when the incident took place before padding back to its owners to investigate. It then clocks the attacker in a nearby doorway and walks over. Despite two of its paws seemingly uh, needing protective, uh, despite two of its paws seemingly needing protective coverings, uh, the pair. Oh yeah, it's got little shoes on. <laughs> what a prick! The pair then get into a fight, uh, but it's unclear if that is because the dog knew that the cat what the cat had done to its owner, uh, or if the dog was just an arsehole, okay. or if it was simply distracted by what he thought was a passing cat. Man was taken to hospital and pitched in a neck brace, surrounded by cat cushions. Uh, but it's now... Why well, you would get the cat cushions out of there? He's just been knocked unconscious by a sky cat. Last thing you're going to want is fucking cat cushions everywhere. You give the man post-traumatic stress disorder. Jesus. Uh, in the footage, the two animals square up. The dog's starting the altercation and aiming a tame paw in the cat's direction. A significantly more agile cat dodges before retaliating with a vicious strike to the dog who managed to avoid the claws. Uh, the video was shot uh, in the Erlongjiang province. Uh, shows the cat suddenly fall from the sixth floor of a residential building. All right, I get to see the whole thing. Okay, I'll, trans- I'll, trans- I'll translate. Okay, yeah, she's dog there. Yeah, she's dog's got shoes on, dickhead. Uh, anyway, fucking cat's got him. Bosh. Absolute fucking... D- oh, mate, dropped him. Fucking dropped him. Dog sniffing off some other bullshit. Nah, cat's got himself cornered now. The cat's fucked up here. Dog's come along. He's got shoes on. Hilarious. Don't know why he's doing that. He's like, why is my owner on the floor? Ah, oh, fucking hell. Look, there's a cat over there. Jesus. Let's have a fucking pop with this little cunt then. Yeah, bash him. Fucking knock him out. The, cat, the cat's fucking swiped at him. Cat's gone with a decent left hook. Dog's dodged it. He's an old boy, but he's still got it. Still got it. Anyway, Geezer's there. He's got some cat cushions. Whole thing's a disaster. Whole thing's a mess. Anyway, guys, look, it's the end of the show. Is there anyone on after me? Tuesday. Nick Brock. Big bag of uh, discs. Black discs. Big old, eat a big old bag of discs. What? Sorry, there's stuff um, going on here um, in the... uh, 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 Hey, uh, Gordon is on. Gordon, who has recently dropped the And Liz moniker. Um, probably for the best. He rang in. I got that phone that was in exchange for the coffee I ordered the other day. Fucking battery is dead. Should have bought the coffee for myself. Man, I'm I'm afraid to say, Gordon, no no good deed goes unpunished. That's rough times. That's rough times. I'll I'll give you three three additional beans uh, on next order. Um, Foresight says I've started to use less sugar because the flavour is so much better. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, there's n- not not no bitterness to be seen in uh, decent coffee. Anyway, what's Stan has posted? Tesco's good. Occasionally busy later. Sainsbury's moderate to to good. Sale on cornflakes. Asda slight to moderate. Heavy crowds by evening. Uh, Marks and Spencers and Co-op fair. Waitrose fair to moderate. Spillage in R seven. Little rough at first. Moderate later. That's the shopping forecast. Okay, all right. Stin's banned. Okay, let's let's ban him. Let's see. Come on, get rid of him. That's it, enough. All right, guys. Um, I'm off to do birthday stuff now. I'm going to go and get my weave done. 
going to go and get my ass eaten out. Uh, and then I'm going to drink a few drinks, uh, talk a little tut. Um, and maybe, I don't know, threes up, cu- a couple of strippers or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got the energy, if I can be asked. You know, something along those lines. Sniff a bit of asshole dust. Guys, I love you. Uh, Nick Brock, I believe next, maybe next. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe someone knows. Nick probably knows. Not me, though. Uh, but I will see you on Friday. Oh, there'll be a bonus episode up uh, tomorrow uh, of Coffee and Memes, uh, which you can enjoy at your leisure, uh, either on Patreon or on the app, uh, if you subscribe on the app. Um, working on a chat feature for the app, uh, which is um, will be basic. You know, it won't have you won't have Discord levels of features, but it will be fun. I think, and potentially terrifying. So, you know, that's to come soon. Uh, Enjoy that. Uh, Guys, I love you. I will see you on Friday. Um, Goodbye. Um, Be nice to yourselves and each other. Okay, bye.